Sherman and Tingle in the morning. Here's Bobby Hall. Is pass to Makita. He's got Warham tearing it on the right side. Kenny Warham, a drop pass to Hall. He scores! Bobby Hall. Alan Bobby Hall from his own blue line. The Golden Jet driving at center and on the Ranger defense. Getting set. He may pass or shoot. He drives one. Yeah! I, I will say, Bo Bobby Hall had huge fingers. Remember when he came in for that interview? His whole years? hand was a big meat packet. <laughs> it was. It's huge. He had he had this ring that he was he was given from the Blackhawks of the championship season in 2010 because at that time he was an ambassador. And as a, he's like, here, put it on. I'm like, no, that's disrespectful. I can't put on your ring. I won't do it. And then the other guy that was on our show at the time, Lou, he's like, give it to me. I'll put it on. But I just, I held the ring. And I, that's the picture of me that, that's on social media that I posted yesterday among the uh, four million people that posted a similar picture of them with Bobby Hull after he passed away. Uh, just me holding this ring. And the ring was enormous. But the guy, I, I will say, he was so excited when he came in. He was He was so happy. When he came in, he was living life. He was having fun. I mean, he was a great guy. He was just—he was very nice and just was willing to be open. Yeah, he—he—he uh, he, he, he was interesting because he had a lot to say about a lot of things, and most people wouldn't probably say that, even uh, at his stature, because you know usually people are kind of guarded now, not him. And this was uh, pieces of that when we talked to Bobby Hull. We were just talking earlier, and I just can't believe how much fun you guys have and how much fun you are for your audience. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you, you, I've never been on the air with radio people that have not enjoyed themselves. And it's just like me. I said, I've never had a job. I played hockey all my life. It's not work. It's, the same. it's not work at all. You never had another job? I went to school just to put in time until I got old enough or big enough to play in the National Hockey League. I dreamed about playing in the National Hockey League. That's a boyhood dream of mine. And when I was 18, I got old enough and I got big enough and I made that boyhood dream come true. And after that, it was, now I must entertain those 22,000 people in the old Chicago Stadium and in the other f five rinks around the league in the original six. So no job before that at all? Oh, you Hell no! I went to, <laughs> I went to school. I, I was, played hockey. Damn it! Yeah, I was, I, <laughs> I was um, going to go to Colorado on a football scholarship. Mm -hmm. the The following year, what would you have played in football, Bobby Hall? I uh, in senior football at uh, St. Catharines. I I'm center linebacker and and fullback. I love so to you run. I love to run over people and and to. Uh, hit hit people. That was part. That was just part of the game. Right. It was fun. Makita, Makita, and I played together. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about him and his personality. Okay, this is good. I this would good story. <laughs> right. I hear good story. I would, yeah, this is good I would knock story. him down. The people, I'd knock him down when they came through the line, uh -huh. and I would get up in a hurry because I could hear Mr. Makita coming, and he was the only one that had low cuts. But he was about a size seven, and these low cuts were about 12 or 13s, mm -hmm. and I could hear him thumping and clumping behind me, and I knew what he was going to do, so I'd get up in a hurry, and he'd come running up there, and then he'd just put his knees into the back of the guy that I had on the, on the ground. I don't know if a lot of people know, like back in the day, there was some bad blood between you and the Blackhawks. Oh, you, you, you made your amends since then, but like you, that was the reason you left, because you weren't getting paid that much. Absolutely. And after 15 years, they never offered me a contract, if you can imagine that. Didn't you have to make it a public apology, yes, too? Yes, because I called a couple of them 
bumsteads and <laughs> something else. I Can don't you imagine know. that today? I mean, look, that goes on. That's like a regular norm today. And you you got persecuted for that. You're like a Absolutely. you're like a founding father. Can I tell you, Rocky Wirtz in one minute has more brains than anyone else that ever ran the Chicago Blackhawks. Like that, he huh? is an amazing young man, and hired the right people, did the right thing, got rid of the right people, and did what the hockey fans of the Chicagoland area wanted, put the home games on TV, and then hired Mr. Makita and Esposito. And, of course, Denny Savard was already there as a coach, but we are ambassadors. Now, mind you, I'm the only one in the four that can spell ambassadors, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have never been impacted so. Rocky has impacted my family, my wife and I so much that I cannot think of it though. Who do you think uh who do you think was more wild? You guys back in the day, Bobby Hull, or the guys that are in the NHL now? I yeah. believe that we had more fun likely in one year than they'll have in their lifetime. It's <laughs> uh, like that. We we <laughs> had we had incidents such as in Boston one night we all we got drinking and Makita and Kenny Warm and I think Dougie Moans and maybe another came out and there was a cab outside of where the watering hole that we were at and he wouldn't take them where they wanted to go. He was in having breakfast at Denny's or somewhere. So what do they do? They jump in the cab, throw the meter on and away they go <laughs> back to back to the hotel. They stole the, the cab, stole the cab, parked <laughs> it in front of the hotel and it was all points out for the. <laughs> I wasn't party. That is great. I wasn't party to it, but I'd love to have been there. Who was the wildest one out of, uh, all, of all your pack on that team? Who was the Who was the crazy one? Most oh, likely to get arrested oh, on a daily oh, basis. Oh, oh my God, Tony liked to party a little. Uh, Jill Marat was goofier and all get out. Uh -huh. uh, Chico Mackey and I went about our, our <laughs> business, kind of. Quietly, right? And anyone that wanted to come with us, they could do that. <laughs> yeah, I love um, Stan and Stan and Kenny uh, and company. Um, they they would they would drink with us, but uh, as far as extracurricular activity, they were pretty quiet. And the guys that were there with me, and they're the guys that I wanted next to me. Seven thirty when they dropped the puck, I would look at them. They would look at me, and I'd say, "Never mind." We have to play guilty here and get the job done. No matter and what, we huh? always and we always. Some nights, some nights. You smelled like alcohol. Oh my God! Just do that. You 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 just mentioned your uh, your son Brett. How proud were you, dude? Oh, I mean, here you got a oh, son that was in the NHL too. Oh my God! Can you imagine having twenty three years in the NHL and WHA, <clears throat> doing something I loved just like you guys all my life. And have a kid come along and play the game the way Brett Hall played it and became the third highest scorer in the history of the game. And no one, and I mean guys, no one can score goals, could score goals as Brett Hall could. I wish we could hang out with you all day, Bobby Hall. Um, <laughs> I just want to do shots of them so bad. Oh, go, go, go get the Jaeger. Bobby Hall. The legend. I can't even thank you enough for coming oh, in here guys, today. Oh, guys, you're wonderful. Makita over to Bobby Hall. He shoots. That's right. That's
Simpsons when he came in years back. Never forget that. That was I, so I, so exciting for me I, to see greatness. I was so I was so blown away that he was so honest that he said how they would get hammered. And then go on the ice. Like they, they would be hammered from the night before. And I know uh, the guy that we have on the line right now from Fox 32 has had his run-ins with him, too. Luke Canellis. Hey, good morning, Lou. Hey, good morning, guys. Run-ins in a good way. Yeah, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. All right, so talk to us about Bobby Hull. You got some stories. You have to. Well, I'll tell you what. I grew up in this city in Oak Lawn on the southwest side. And my dad, when I was a little kid, had season tickets for the Blackhawks. Matter of fact, when I was four years old, Gunzos, which used to provide all the equipment for the Blackhawks, they still may do in some capacity. Uh, but one of the greatest gifts I got for Christmas was a Blackhawks outfit with a Luan Gotti jersey. So I grew up watching in person at the old Chicago Stadium, the old barn, yeah. Bobby Hall play with Stan Makita and Pitt Martin and Keith Magnuson and the guys. And this guy, honestly, was the greatest player you at that point had seen on ice. I mean, his slap shot at one point had been clocked at 118 miles per hour. Wow. He dominated the ice. He was the MVP. He was the first player ever to score 50 goals in a season. So he electrified the city, if you were a Blackhawk fan, for 15 years. And then he, you know, made a stupid move. He will tell you that, or he would have told you that if he was around, in that he took the money and ran to the WHA, which was a competing league of the, uh, of the NHL, and played for Winnipeg. But listen, while he was in town, he was he was Michael Jordan back in the 70s. You know, I was going to bring that up, Luke. That's a great analogy. I, I was going to ask that because I've heard so many people say that reference, like he was as popular as Michael Jordan back in that time. And that's hard to believe because most of us grew up uh, mostly with Michael Jordan and just his stature. Honest to God, I mean, and I was fortunate to be part of that Bulls run, that championship run in the 90s, and actually did a show with MJ after every game for a couple of seasons. And I remember it when I would talk to Michael and I would see, you know, just traveling with the Bulls, it was like traveling with the Beatles. And at that point, obviously, I was a lot younger with Hall. Uh, I was... <laughs> I was born in 64, so I was going to the Blackhawk game six, seven, eight years old, but I would see my dad's reaction, guys. And this guy was Gail Sayers on the football field, and he just dominated the sport of hockey. And to have him in Chicago wearing number nine, that Blackhawk sweater, there was such great pride in having Bobby Hall as a member of the Blackhawks. It was terrific. We're talking with Lou Canales right now. Lou, did you ever get a chance in your professional career to be out on a night with Bobby Hull? Never had a chance to go out for dinner or drinks with Bobby, but I had seen Bobby a number of different times at charity events and spent some time with him and sat down. Was more I was friendlier with, with Stan Makita, who played with Bobby, who brought a Stanley Cup to Chicago with Bobby Hull. Um, and so I saw Bobby out. A number of different times, but never was it just a one-on-one situation with Bobby. He was a great interview, Lou. He was I, awesome. I will say, I mean, <laughs> he basically admitted to being hammered on the ice. I mean, what what, what player would do that these days? No one's going to give you that kind of honesty, I would assume, Lou Canellis. Well, Dennis would. Dennis Rodman would. Yeah. Wherever Dennis is these days, Dallas, Newport Beach. But you're right. Yeah, today's athlete, thanks to the iPhone, Keeps his uh, personal life pretty close to his back. Yep, thanks to the iPhone. Yeah. That's so true right there. I, 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 would, I would assume it, it 
it's not as easy for you being a sportscaster too of of getting some great clips because you know a lot of times it's it's like the standardized answer like uh what is it the the 100% well we give out yeah, yeah, 110% and uh, we'll go back on and try to, to get into tomorrow night <laughs> like, well you, you you know you're raised in this business to become close to players so you can get the inside scoop and then what happens is you become some so close to some players and you see things that uh, you know, maybe could put a player in a tough position, and you decide, you know, what's more important, the friendship that you've created now with this player, or is it to be the first guy that has the scoop? And the way I've, listen, I've 37 years in this business, I'm all about personal relationships, and I'm about, you know, talking about what a player does on the football field or on the ice. I'm not here to bury his personal life. I see. Yeah, just keep your mouth shut. Let them let them do their thing on the field or the ice. Well, he uh, I will say he was uh, he was a great interview. I will give him that, and uh, we have a, a clip of that coming up. It was it was just I'm surprised at how much he shared. Hey, Lou Canellis. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning. You see, obviously, Lou uh, every day on Fox 32 uh, at five o'clock and nine p.m. Much appreciated, Lou. Thank, thank you, Lou. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. The Sherman and Tingle Show. Mornings on 97.1 FM. The Drive, Chicago's classic rock.